0: on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Yes, you're still on to Tony's tech side. We've been discussing the AFCFTA, where we're the current vice president of the Pan-African Chambers of Commerce, PACC, and the founder and president of the African Institute for Development of Infrastructure, Carl Oshodi. We've been discussing what's exactly its in it for tech, this whole agreement discussions and how it's supposed to begin in 2021. Let's look at the challenges to fully leveraging this agreement in the tech ecosystem first of all before we go into how exactly the tech ecosystem can leverage it what exactly are the challenges you you foresee
1: and the challenge i actually foresee is the availability of uh, data there is also the support from relevant stakeholders at the regional national level let us uh, focus it in nigeria we here do not have um, a a fully automated regulations that are giving incentive to tech ecosystem to support trade and industrialization in Nigeria. As we speak, when you visit some of the websites of uh, these agencies, regulating agencies, it's an ISO, only the private sector driven, who are also coping, who are scaling up gradually. They have the commitment, they have the intention to move up faster. But the resources is not there, and the reason you see that um, the local SMEs, in terms of having to develop branding system, uh, having to fly up their products and services, has also been the ingenuity of most of this tech ecosystem. Let's you say you have your product and services, and you don't know how to leverage it. You need uh, digital marketing, and digital marketing platforms and apps have been everywhere, supported uh, by uh, the tech ecosystem. The government itself has not actually supported, I would say, the digital marketing per se, but the ingenuity of this tech ecosystem have brought in the rise of where they begin to build branding systems, where they begin to develop uh, a well-coordinated presence, relevance in terms of Made supporting their products, supporting their services, and this is not enough. It's not enough because they cannot use some of these things to compete in the international scene. They cannot use it to compete with the guys from Asia. They cannot use it to compete with the guys in in the US or Europe. We need support and a deliberate attention of policymakers to support the private sector to ensure that the instrument, which is the AFCFT now, is driven 80-90% by the private sector. That way, there will be finances and resources available to support innovation, to encourage competitiveness at that level. Because like I told you earlier, that the ASCFTA now has come up with a dashboard, a trading, an online trading dashboard. That online trading dashboard might not even be the best. We might have a review, an upgrade of innovations that can even be better than that trading platform. We can have a synchronization or harmonization of tech ecosystem coming together to rebuild, to review, to reassess the successes that this trading platform will be made. Is it hackers free? Is it challenge-free? How can you now begin to address a bottleneck? These things cannot be done by just one person alone. So we need this competitiveness and this innovation being encouraged at the national level, at the regional level, and at the continental level so that we can position, at least settle our house. Because if we don't settle Africa, competing with the rest of the world will be a mirage. We must ensure that every resources, every attention, every commitment, every sentiment is geared towards boosting you know made Africa, boosting by Africa, boosting innovations in Africa, and also betting on African SMEs that are in the tech sector. So that way, you can see that they will not begin to use the technology to accelerate because right now, trade is in the tech arena. Trade is not just uh, with the cashless uh, principle, with uh, the borderless barrier. You cannot begin to trade, even as we are talking, people use Zoom to, to trade now. So we need our tech driven Africa Zoom to communicate. With ourselves, not Zoom. We are paying our money to countries. Our billions of dollars, billions of dollars, are going to the Zoom company. Billions of dollars are going to Microsoft 13. We need an African system that can actually integrate our peculiarity. We respect our cultural DNA. We support our trade system. We value our resources. We encourage innovation. We boost and accelerate the investment in local SMEs, in young people, in women, who are actually the primary drivers of the AFCFTA with women and youth being in the field of technology, being as drivers of tech ecosystem, developing innovations, developing apps. My brother, I tell you, things that we begin to see as a challenge on the continent will be addressed by not just only the private sector now. The private sector will now also encourage and inspire the government institutions to develop policy that can encourage Uh, foster the progress that has been made
0: so far. Yes, thank you, Carl. Let's look at things like data sovereignty, payment solutions, and other ancillary sectors that are basically driven by technology. Which other areas like this are available and how best do you think tech can leverage these areas to push this agreement to make everyone in Africa quite comfortable? You
1: see, like I told you before, Africans need to begin to bet on us, the tech ecosystem. The payment solutions, the data sovereignty. Now, let me give you a shocker: Huawei has proposed a $5 trillion to be made in the next five years on the continent. So, which means that we don't have a data sovereignty. It's on their, it's on their website. That's, that's their target. They already have an, a vision for, for Africa as a market to buy their data now we have technologies we have people who can build this technology to support our data sovereignty to develop our own cloud system not relying on IBM IBM is not it's not pan african even though it's It drives innovation through artificial intelligence. We need to encourage, you know, young people, we need to encourage this technology system in Africa to not just only advance on the artificial intelligence skills, to not just only develop robotic competency, to not just only have intellectual property skills, but also having to be a driver of this, you know, system that can actually automate our development system. Now, when you say automation, it means that you are bringing in a seamless activity, a seamless technology to drive your development, to drive your conversation, to drive your growth, and also help you to build effectively a standard that you wish that you think can actually better the progress of your people. Because why? Here's the point. There are people who go to Ivy Lake, Harvard, say in um, architectural engineering, Now, when they go there... The architect, when based on the peculiarity of America, actually is using the American standard. Now, when America, they are building houses, they use steel, reinforced steel. But here, we use pillars. So when you go there and come back here and you want to use steel, it will be cost effective. So which means that you need to rely on a seamless, even an easy, better, advanced technology that is better than both the steel as well as uh, concrete. So, which means that we need this kind of technology that can ensure that they facilitate not just only payment settlements on the continent. We don't need a system where you buy commodity and before the money gets to you, it will go through Bank of America, it will come back to Citibank, it will go through another bank before it hits your bank. No, we need a system and that system can always be automated by a data sovereignty that is pan-african in nature uh, thank you very much for
0: the insights carl it's really been a very engaging conversation and this conversation will continue here on africa tech radio on tony's tech side but then your final words on this. What uh, the tech ecosystem should, let's say, take away from this conversation? Because I'm very sure we're going to have a conversation like this very soon again. So, final words, what the take home is for the tech ecosystem in the AFCFTA.
1: First thing first is that the tech ecosystem must understand the basics of the AFCFTA. To start, you need to study the basics of the AFCFTA because not all technology system are actually integrated into understanding the full compliance of the EFCFTA. So they must study it, they must understand it, and after they have understood it, they must begin to use it because the fact is that you don't need to be a supplier to actually supply or an experienced supplier to supply. You don't need to be an experienced producer for you to actually own a product. So they cannot begin to use this technology, particularly in the development of the various automated systems as well as applications to drive trade and industrialization on the continent to ensure that they increase market profitability develop a new brand a brand that is pan-african conscious and a brand that will support you know money in their pocket create jobs for them, and also increase their per capita income and GDP of their nation so that we don't begin to see story that touch. Story that touch actually comes when there is unemployment, when there is poverty. By that, we now begin to see people who are experts, people who are supposed to be in the tech field, are resorting to illicit ills. And this illicit act does not actually support and grow Africa. So tech ecosystem can grow Africa by understanding the implications of the AfCFTA. I how it will benefit them. I use are I wrong with it because they are actually the drivers of the implementation of the AfCFTA, and the money that africa is expected to come to africa in 2025 is actually going to be i want to say this 60 to 70 percent will be actually made and Cumulated by the tech ecosystem. So, tech ecosystem are the drivers of the ASCFTA. Tech ecosystem are the owners of the ASCFTA. Tech ecosystem, I would say, they are the shark in the seas of the ASCFTA. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much for the insights. We've been speaking to Carl Oshodibi. Pioneer executive chairperson and co founder of the Africa Youth Union Commission, AYUC. He's also the current vice president of the Pan African Chambers of Commerce and the founder and president of the Africa Institute for the Development of Infrastructure. Thank you very much, Kyle, for the insightful conversation. You're welcome. You're welcome. The same way Africa uh, reacted to and used the mobile digital technologies to scale business business in Africa and the development of Africa. We hope that the tech ecosystem can fully understand its place and its role in this agreement and leverage it for the development of Africa. We don't just pray for a strong God because we have a strong God. What we pray for are strong people and strong institutions and a strong mindset to push Africa to the pedestal Africa is supposed to be at now. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the shows here on africatechradio.com.